I don't know what the hell his deal is. It's so strange. And I remember, like, the first time I ever heard anything from him. It was on Joe Rogan when he was talking about... I remember thinking, talking to my buddy, Steele, and we were... He had just listened to the podcast episode with Elon talking about space and stuff. He's kind of super out there with space. Believes in aliens, all that stuff. He would he would be a great addition to Crypto Gang, but... Um, but I, I listened to it, and I, my first reaction was like, okay, this guy's either the most self-absorbed God-complex human being I've ever heard, or he's the most selfless human being I've ever heard. And it's pretty apparent to me that he's just like an egomaniac at this point. Because, like, in the Joe Rogan episode, he talks about, like... I thought that the, for, like, the first 10 minutes, everything that they were talking about, I thought either they were high again. It was, like, the second time after they'd been on, he'd been on Joe Rogan after the smoking fiasco the first time. But I thought they either blazed or that they were joking. But, like, after 10 minutes, I realized that they were actually seriously talking about, like, aliens. And, you know, Elon's like, you know, there's no evidence of aliens out there. If there were, we'd probably have some evidence, like... Maybe we would find some advanced form of, like, you know, some compound element or some, we would find some, like, what's it called? Not not aluminum, but, um, anyway, you know, he's serious about all this stuff. And then he starts talking about, like, what they're doing over there at Tesla and this rocket stuff. And he's, like, getting really into his kind of theology on life and how space to him represents kind of the way Stephen Hawking in the same venue, the way that he saw the world. And it represents possibility and space. If you look around and look at the stars, even if you're from 800 BC, you know, it's kind of leads you back to the question of why are we here? What's the purpose of life? It's very deep and it's, he sees space and exploration as you know, his duty to answer that question, why are we here? And we can only know that answer by exploring the possibilities of space. Um, as it relates to kind of like the environmental stuff, he and Hawking were both in agreement about that whole one in a hundred Russian roulette theory where every hundred years, there's like a one in a hundred chance that there's an extinction event for humans, which I think sounds pretty extreme, but I mean, the Ice Age, the dinosaurs, all that stuff, like, we know that there have been extinction events not that long ago in history compared to the overall um, timeline. And he, like, is dead seriously talking. When he's talking to Joe Rogan, he's talking in time frames of, like, hundreds of thousands of years about this stuff. So he, like, for instance, he'll be like, we're going to need to start to warm Mars's atmosphere before we can get humans there. So like, we're gonna need to create artificial suns on opposite poles of Mars. And I remember Joe Rogan just being like, what? Like, how are we gonna create artificial suns? And Elon's like pretty arrogantly is like, yeah, I mean, it's not that hard. You just need a lot of hydrogen. As if like that explains <laughs> anything. He also was so bold as to say that he thinks that they, that he and humans could do it right now, create artificial suns without any sort of computer technology, which to me is 
absolutely ludicrous. I mean, I can't, like, I have no, nothing to back that up, but it just sounds ridiculous. It just doesn't pass the eye test. But anyway, he's talking about, yeah, like, we'll just get nuclear warheads on a larger scale, and we'll have, like, s stages of explosions in the atmosphere that will, you know, progressively heat it up so that it'll be livable and, like, frozen lakes melt, yada, yada. And he's, like, talking in terms of thousands, hundreds of thousands of millions of years, and he's, like, like, he, like Joe Rogan asked him a question, and he was like, well, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll have to figure out a way to overcome that hurdle, but we've got, like, we have, like, millions of years to figure that out. And it wasn't a joke. Like, he was being serious. So I remember thinking, like, all right, how can a human who knows that their stint on Earth is so limited, like, 80, 90 years max, how can they really dedicate their life to, like, selflessly, like, selflessly driving at this way, way distant inevitability that we're going to outlive our planet? Because, like, we can't even do that with global warming, and that's, like, right around the corner. Like, we like to just push that off to the next generation, knowing that, like, our grandkids are going to have to deal with that. So somebody that could look at not only global warming, but, like, the larger scale entire destruction of the planet is either the most selfless person ever who has, like, a higher calling or is a absolute egomaniac, and I'm leaning the other way towards the egomaniac after seeing all this shit that he's doing on Twitter, seeing all the shit that he's doing that, with Bitcoin, it's just ridiculous. Like, let me see what he tweeted earlier. So first, like, you know, that Vitaman, he unloads all of those shib and all that doge, kind of tanks the meme coin market. And for whatever reason, like, whether it's just for pure entertainment purposes, like, Elon's very invested in doge. And I kind of sense from the get-go that this whole Bitcoin play, like just, just because it was came right after this, this Doge dip following the Vlad, the um, Vitamin, Vitalik Buterin following his, uh, his unloading and rug pull, I just kind of got the feeling that it had to be related to that because like otherwise he could have, he could have announced that any other time that Tesla wasn't going to use Bitcoin as, as a uh, payment method. It just was too, the timing was too coincidental. And sure enough, like, we figure out today why he's doing that. And basically, I mean, he's just trying to use use Bitcoin to deflate the entire market across the board. And that way it kind of takes the focus and attention off of Bitcoin individually. I mean, sorry, off of Doge individually. And the, the people holding Dogecoin, they won't abandon ship at 40 44 cents and pour their investments into ether or other things like like vitalik was probably intending because if you think about like vitalik got that he's been holding all this coin that people have been basically like sending him as a burn facility for um to to limit the circulation and i think like one of the problems is that as all these copycat doge coins come out like people kind of can just go to ether scan and like get the contract information for all of these coins like Doge and kind of reinvent a more like deflationary, valueless, inherently valueless token. But they have like the recipe right in front of them. They can kind of see like they can do all the right things. And part of that has been like you can just see in the ledgers that people have been sending sending VB like millions and millions of tokens pretty uh, early on as a quote burn because it 
obviously it uh, limits the, the circulation. And so that's like attractive for price. Um, and, and VB ends up with just like millions and millions of shit coins. And you can't really blame the guy for what he does. I mean, he's like thinking about the best way to put a stop to the trend overall because it kind of delegitimizes the overall space. So he does the best thing, which is he gives it away to charity. He can't shit on charity, so you can't really complain about that. Gets good PR, and then ideally people see what the what's happening with the price of Doge and other things in, in Shib, and they funnel their their funds into like Ether and Bitcoin and other other like projects with more value. Um, I think Elon's smart enough to realize what he was doing, and. I think he's just like an anarchist and a little bit fucked up in the head. And he put a stop to that really quick by just grabbing the headlines with this Tesla thing. And like Tesla has a bunch of Bitcoin on their balance sheet. So it's uh, it's kind of like a marketing stunt as well, because you, you can't you can't cry market manipulation on him when he owns the asset and he's devaluing it. Right, so his plan, in my opinion, it seems like his plan is let's drive Bitcoin's price down. We'll buy the dip, so he'll double up on Bitcoin because he's definitely long on it long term. And at the same time, he'll distract kind of the attention from Doge. And it's a lot easier for Doge holders who are like thinking about panic selling at 40 cents it's a lot easier them for, for them to pour like their money into something like ether or any of these altcoins when the market's steady but like when you're watching these when the whole market's declining just as fast as doge is it doesn't feel like there's a better option so they hold and like doge has been pretty resilient to this stuff like in nature anyway but i think elon kind of recognized that this was really the last ditch I don't know if there was any more fight left in Doge after this one. Of course, I've said that a couple times already and been wrong, but um, I think he knew exactly what he was doing by timing his announcement for when he did. So, in effect, he kind of has been the life raft for Doge. And tonight he tweeted a couple times very, like, Doge-related things, and the crypto Twitter space just kind of exploded. Like, people are just sick of his shit. And it's like pretty, it's pretty clear like that he's just, for whatever reason, he's just continuing this meme coin bullshit that I'm getting pretty sick of because it's just a big distraction really. And like, I guess one of the arguments too is that if like in support of Elon saving these guys, yesterday there was a lot of unrealized capital gains that pretty much got absolutely next like there were people who had made money over the past month and a half and all of those gains kind of went went away as the market retraced like 10 percent. so there was a lot of people who if they had exited would have really looked back and kind of been bitter about their experience and especially doge people i really doubt that those people are going to be continue playing especially when they don't have like something like doge to rally behind I just don't see them reinvesting like their money in Ether or like doing some research and finding a really solid project. Um, 
there there are some people from SHIB and from Doge who have become multimillionaires and even like almost billionaires. So that's not to say that all of the money would leave the space, but those people were probably more inclined to invest anyway, regardless of their outcome. So um, I think, you know, you, one can argue that maybe what he did was good, um, maybe ideologically fighting the central kind of power of, of Vitalik, but Vitalik didn't do anything out of violation of like decentralization. It's kind of the, it's, it just kind of reinforces how stupid this meme coin shit is because people are sending him all this coin without even thinking about what they're doing. It's just like, it's a way to art of like kind of manipulate supply and demand and just for the purposes of making money quickly. And like Vlad, it's in definitely in his interest to get rid of that kind of trend. And Elon is just fighting that as hard as he can. I don't really get it. Like another thing about Elon that perplexes me is that he's just not really concerned about his balance sheet. I mean, his income statement, like he's only been positive for the past two years. I think two years ago, he was maybe 588, 588K net income. And then he was just over a million last year. And they're, I mean, they're Fortune 500 company trading at 400 something, 473 or something like that. Like, that's pretty wild. His expenditures are insane. Like, he just spreads himself so thin. He's running a rocket ship aerodynamics company. He's running a car company, which is one of the hardest things to do, period. I mean, look at Tesla is the only, this is an interesting fact, Tesla is the only car company that's never filed for bankruptcy besides Ford, which is fascinating. But like GM, all of them, like car companies are tough. It's just a hard business. But like he's such an idealist, I think, that he lets like his ideology conflict with practicality sometimes and does things that are just anarchist in nature like for instance his management like he's you people either look at him as like a misunderstood genius or as a complete douchebag and there's kind of no middle ground like my view has completely 180 on him just watching the way he's been treating this crypto space but i don't know i kind of want all these people who are just really emotional and you know, by the rumor kind of people in the space, I want them out of here because it's just cluttering everything up. Like, if you look, I, I looked at, uh, Elon tweeted at like 640. And if you look on the price index charts of Ethereum and Dogecoin, Ethereum starts to tank at 640. Dogecoin starts to spike at 640. Like literally at the exact same time. So it's just as soon as that tweet goes up, people are taking their ether and they're just putting in a doge. And it's just, it's, so what, what, what Vitalik was trying to do, the vitamin was trying to do was right initially, but it's, he's just kind of delaying this fucking bullshit game. And all of these people who have been in the industry for a long time have, have had it up to here like a bow tie because like for like Bitcoin, there's a lot of Bitcoin maxis out there who just you think like crypto people are bad. Bitcoin maxi people are like crypt the crypto cult of crypto cult. They're like 
they think all of their coins are are superfluous and everything else is going to zero and that you know bitcoin is they're like satoshi uh extremists and all this shit and like elon manipulated the bitcoin price like that they're fucking pissed off there's a lot of them but it's just getting ridiculous i don't really know what to do about it like Aside from just, like, understand that let this guy, like, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on you again, I guess. Fool me three times. I don't know when people are going to learn. Although, if you look at Doge's price right now, it didn't really rebound. It went from 44 to 48, so we didn't see the kind of, like, rally that we're used to seeing. It briefly went up to 51, but... It came back down to 48. I, I think it, it'll die. And I think it needs to. As soon as it's dead, we can kind of get things back to normal. It'll just declutter a lot of the transaction gas costs. Like the volume of Doge that's being traded is just... It's so absurd. It makes everything more expensive to trade on, on the Ethereum network. I'm getting fucking sick of it. But, anyway, we'll see what happens. This guy can fuck right off, though, I'll tell you that.